coffee And all the blinds are shut The fire is low, yeah And I can't spark it up My dog is checking on me I just tell her to get The phone is on silent, yeah And I can't stand to hear it I don't know Yes, it feels right. Yeah. 
Yes, it feels right Oh, yes, it feels right
Just around the corner from the Alpine Inn and tucked away up in the Ponca Hills, this is Pacific Street Blues, broadcasting across western Iowa and eastern Nebraska for more than 30 years. Started off this week's edition of Pacific Street Blues with music from Hector Anchando from his brand new record, Let Loose Those Chains, and a track there called Sometimes Being Alone, Feels Right. We also heard from Chris Lauder from his latest album, an album entitled Blues, Blues Album, and back home to the blues there for you. And so kind of focusing in on our local homegrown folks uh, first thing this morning. Uh, hopefully you guys are ready for three hours of good music. We've got something special planned for you today. It's mere serendipity, but uh, if you've been listening to the show for months now, I've been planning on doing kind of a Neil Young expose, much along the lines that I've done in the past with other bands like Hank Williams and Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones and Speciality Records and Sun Records and those things. And so uh, it's just kind of, uh, it, it caught me by surprise when Neil Young ended up on the front of the news this week, but I thought, eh, I'm still going to do it. So today we're going to have uh, take a look at the music and the auspicious career of a legendary Canadian singer-songwriter, Neil Young. We'll hear that. But first, let's hear music from Matt Whipke. His new music, his new album, rather, is called Hard, and also new music from Matt Cox, and from his album called Let the Pigs Fly, right here on Pacific Street Blues. All his life he thought he'd find Every box of brass inside January 9th 
going to take a brief underwriter's break but when we come back we'll begin to explore neil young by looking at the formation of the band crosby stills nash and young when we come back in just a moment
there's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to be aware Stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Well There's battle lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speaking their minds Getting so much resistance From behind the biggest time we stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Somebody talk to me Hey, 
That's music of uh, Buffalo Springfield. Springfield is the Los Angeles-based band. It's comprised of guys that go on to amazing careers, but it's going to bring Neil Young together, who's from Canada, and he's going to bring down Bruce Palmer with him, and they're going to connect with uh, Stephen Stills, and Stephen Stills, kind of a, a resident of Greenwich Village out of New York City, and he's going to bring with him Richie Fure, or, and eventually Fure, along with the other band member, Jim Messina, will go off and form a band called Poco, along with Randy Meisner from Nebraska. Randy Meisner, of course, goes on to form the Eagles, which was an amalgamation of a band called the Stone Ponies that were backing up Linda Ronstadt. So you can begin to see this nucleus of a group of musicians forming in Southern California. Stills and Young are pretty dynamic personalities. They, there's a lot of friction there. There's a lot of ego there. But they have this band called Buffalo Springfield, and they're hot on the Sunset Strip in the mid-1960s. But the big band on the Strip at that time is a band called The Birds. Uh, McGuinn, Clark, Hillman, Clark, and David Crosby. Well, Neil Young, as he's prone to do, just on the verge of Buffalo Springfield breaking nationally by playing the Monterey Pop Festival, and the Monterey Pop Festival is where people like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Otis Redding, The Who, break big in America. Well, Neil quits on the, on the eve of that date, and just uh, as Springfield is going to play, Stills asks David Crosby to sit in with the band, which he agrees to do. Well, this creates friction with the birds, and eventually David Crosby's kicked out of the birds, and he and Stephen Stills begin to form a band, which eventually leads them to Graham Nash. Graham Nash is in a British band, a band out of uh, kind of the Blackpool, Liverpool area, called the Hollies, named after Buddy Holly. And so we're going to hear music here from the birds, Eight Miles High. And what's amazing about this song, or what's interesting about this song, is two things. Number one, they're using a 12-string Rickenbacker guitar. And the band's pretty upfront that they got the sound from watching the Beatles in the film The Hard Day's Night. The other thing that's interesting, as you listen to the guitar player, which is uh, Jim McGuinn, otherwise known as Roger McGuinn eventually, playing a lick that he lifts, it sounds kind of chaotic initially, but if you pay close attention, he's playing a lick that he lifts from John Coltrane. And of course, John Coltrane, probably the definitive musician of the 20th century, is a jazz saxophone player who, for most of us, he's either known for playing with Miles Davis or having uh, created or released the album My Favorite Things, both landmark records, Blue Train, Coltrane. So let's hear music from the birds. I know I'm shooting this at you fast, but there's so much ground to cover. And also the hollies. And listen for Graham Nash, his harmony vocals in the background. And the other interesting thing about Eight Miles High is it's kind of the considered by many to be the birth of the psychedelia rock movement. I don't know if I agree with that, but I heard it enough times. But the other thing is it isolates vocals, and you can hear Crosby also singing harmony vocal lines to Jim McGuinn. So let's hear that music right here. Say where you're 
places, small places
music of the Hollies, and a couple of things. Number one is I omitted Dewey Martin as a member of uh, Buffalo Springfield. I want to make sure I get that in. But number two is the Hollies are also playing the 12-string guitar, and they are friends of the Beatles. They're from the same area. They played in the same markets as kids, and they knew each other. And so the Beatles have that three-part harmony vocal, which is so attractive. And we're going to hear between Stills, Nash, and Crosby that same sort of harmony vocal line. But they're going to move more towards an Americana sort of folk country psychedelia rock feel. And they're going to come together in Crosby, Stills, and Nash. The album's going to be massive. And they decide that they're going to take it out on the road. Well, they need musicians. And Stills goes back to Buffalo Springfield and brings in his old pal, Neil Young. When we come back, let's hear some music from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young.
So the band Crosby, Stills & Nash adds Neil Young, and they go out on the road, and they release an album almost at the same time called Deja Vu. The interesting thing about the band is the second time the band performed together was at the Woodstock Concert Festival. And uh, interestingly enough, much to his uh, modus operandi, if you will, Neil Young refuses to be filmed in the movie Woodstock. So while he appears prominently on the album, he is not depicted in the movie. And so he's a bit of an awkward character. He just didn't like the cameras. He felt they were a distraction and that he wanted to get up and just play music. And this is going to become a theme of friction between uh, Neil Young and Stephen Stills particularly, but also David Crosby and Graham Nash, in that when things get going, Neil takes off. So Neil's kind of working on his solo career as Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young becomes a mega huge band. One of the first bands, in fact, that can actually sell out football stadiums across the country. And so they become huge. Neil Young takes off and begins to invest in his solo career, which really takes off then. And we'll spend much of the rest of the show taking a look at that. But at the same time, we want to notice how well he fits into the band Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, including the hit Ohio, which is really kind of the song that defines the radical or the uh, protest movement within the band. Now, the band did have that earlier in Stephen Still's uh, song with Buffalo Springfield about For What It's Worth, which was about the riots in Los Angeles, and I believe it was 1966. But the band continues to have kind of a theme uh, uh, of protest, and they will revisit Neil Young and his album about war and the protest of the second Bush administration and tour that record, much to the dismay of many of their fans. Well, the band breaks up, and Neil's on his solo career, and things get to the point where he decides to go back to Stephen Stills, and again, they have a complex relationship, and they're going to form, or they're going to record an album, which eventually comes out known as the Stills Young Band, Long May You Run, is the song we're going to hear from that. But interestingly enough, they invite Nash and they invite Crosby to come back and record with them. Friction occurs. They erase the tracks, the vocal tracks that Nash and Crosby add, but then go out on tour with them. Yeah, it's kind of strange. At the same time, Crosby and Nash are recording together as well, as we're going to hear on the track to The Last Whale, Critical Mass, and Wind on the Water. It's kind of a montage of three songs that are vocally strung together. So the band splits. They go off in different directions, they all release solo records, and then they come back kind of tentatively and end up releasing Stills Young Band and Crosby and Nash Band at the same time. these 
come back, Neil Young releases a track on After the Gold Rush called Southern Man, and it receives a sharp rebuke from Leonard Skinnerd. We'll hear those songs in just a moment.
Music there from Leonard Skinner and their very public rebuke of Neil Young's track, Southern Man. You'll notice on their last studio album, Street Survivor, Ronnie Van Zant is wearing a Neil Young's Tonight the Night t-shirt on the cover, which brings us to another interesting story in Neil's life. As his solo career was beginning to take off, Young suffered not one but two tragic losses of people that were close to him due to drugs. One was Bruce Berry, the band's roadie, and the other one was Danny Witten, a very talented guitar player. Now, Witten had been in a band called Area Code 615 where he recorded a track, I Don't Want to Talk About It. Basically disappeared until Rod Stewart recorded it for his Atlantic Crossing album. Now, that album was recorded down at Muscle Shoals using the Swampers. In the track, Tonight's the Night, Neil will mention these two guys, particularly Bruce Berry.
if I stay here just a little bit longer If I stay here won't you listen to my heart Oh, my heart
I dreamed I saw the knights in armor coming, saying something about a queen. There were peasants singing and drummers drumming, and the archers split the tree. There was a fanfare blowing to the sun. There was floating on the Mother Nature on the run in the 20th century. Look at Mother Nature on the run in the 20th century. I was lying in a burned out basement with the full moon in my eyes. I was hoping for replacement when the sun burst through the sky. There was a band playing in my head, and I felt like I could cry. I was thinking about what a friend had said. I was hoping it was. Hoping it was a In the yellow haze of the sun, there were children crying and colors flying all around the chosen ones. All in a dream, all in a dream, the loading had begun. Flying mother. Music there from Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstant, and Emma Lou Harris doing the Neil Young track after the Gold Rush. We also heard a track there from Linda Ronstant, Love is a Rose. Well, as with any great songwriter, other great songwriters are going to collect around them. They're going to collaborate and do each other's music. Let's hear more covers of Neil Young's music. Uh, this from Nora Jones and a track from his uh, album On the Beach, which is Don't Be Denied. And also Nicolette Larson, kind of a disco-y sort of song from the singer-songwriter. She was a young girl Mama said to her 
We're going to take a brief underwriter's break, and when we come back, Turnabout's Fair Play with Bob Dylan. We'll also hear music from Boss Gags and Neil's take on the famous John Lennon track, Imagine. <laughs> 